Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. So grateful you have joined me today for episode number 327 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is Favor on Your Family, Part 4. I trust you have had a blessed Thanksgiving Day and expressed your gratitude to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for his grace and favor that are bestowed on you seen and unseen, each day. Today is the last episode on this topic, and please listen to the previous episodes so that you may glean wisdom for your family. Remember what I said about favor in previous podcasts? Favor represents the position one enjoys before a superior who is favorably disposed toward him or her. Favor is God's blessings toward the unworthy or undeserving. God is willing to forgive us and bless us abundantly in spite of the fact that we don't deserve to be treated or dealt with so generously. Now, this doesn't mean that everyone who is prosperous or healthy has found favor with God, and nor does it mean that those with whom God shows favor will never experience difficulties. Many of the people in the Bible had the Lord's favor, but also suffered hardship. All this month, I have shared pointers so that we can live and experience the favor of our Lord. And these pointers that I have shared are not to be viewed as some works or deeds that we do so that we can earn God's favor. God's favor and grace are bestowed upon us even when we don't deserve it. I can't say it enough. We do these various things that I've mentioned in these podcasts because we want to please God, and it's out of our love for Him. We want to do what is acceptable in His sight, not earn brownie points. Psalm 84, 11 says, For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does He withhold from those whose walk is blameless. Proverbs 3, 33 to 35 says, The Lord's curse is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the righteous. He mocks proud mockers, but shows favor to the humble and the oppressed. The wise inherit honor, but fools get only shame. So whether you're a parent, grandparent, or whatever family member you are. Your family can have the same mindset as Joshua did. We see in Joshua chapter 24, verse 15, it says, 
And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And I trust that at this point you have reiterated that you and your house, your family, will serve the Lord. In light of that, I want to emphasize some things in this last episode. Number one, pray scripture over your family, especially your children. Remember the song, What a Friend We Have in Jesus? Some of the lyrics are, What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Now, prayer is one of our greatest weapons against the enemy of our souls. And it's where we do battle and gain victories for our family, our home, our minds, and hearts of our children. Please pray scripture over them and watch God as he honors his word. Pray that they would love the Lord with all their heart, mind, soul, and strength, as recorded in Luke chapter 10, verse 27. That they would repent of sin, as recorded in 1 John 1, 9. That they would walk in wisdom, as recorded in Proverbs 2, verse 1 to 9. You get the idea. Pray fervently over your family for their protection, obedience, spiritual growth, provision, interaction with others, ability to forgive, to not be deceived, and on and on. To know how to specifically pray for them, you need to know what they are battling with in their lives. So be attentive and watchful so that you can know what is going on with them, what TV they're watching, the websites, their peer group, music, the activities that they are involved with. Talk openly and honestly with them about sex, alcohol, drugs, gender identity, pornography, and other issues that they face. Demonstrate yourself and encourage them to choose God's ways over the world's and support them in guarding their heart and living a lifestyle of purity and purpose. Pray over any and everything. Number two, affirm the power of God's word. Again, more is caught than taught. So model yourself how important God's word is in your life. They need to see you read, quote, share, and live out the principles that are taught in the scriptures. Show them how to use the Bible, especially as their manual for living each day in communion with God Almighty. Let them know it is their guide for all the decisions they will make in their life and help them to understand the intimacy that comes from drawing near to God and experiencing Him drawing near to them in the stillness of seeking Him in His Word. And if they see God's Word is of utmost importance to you, 
more than likely through the power of God's Spirit, they too will adapt the same mindset. Number three, let grace be showered on all of your family members. Let your home be a place where all can safely mess up, but be built up, not torn down. Let love, not perfection, be the goal. Let your home be a safe haven for the weary, hurting, discouraged, hopeless, joyless, fearful, and despondent. Let it be where love, kindness, appreciation, understanding, support, gentleness, and hope replace judgment, anger, bitterness, shame, backbiting, hostility, undermining, and rejection. Let all in your family know that you value and believe in them, and may the same grace that you received from Jesus be given to all the family members so that they can find a refuge and strength when the world has torn them down. Again, let your family experience God's favor and grace and love flowing through you. Then number four, and lastly, demonstrate service. We live in a me, myself, and I society. There's so much selfishness and pride. So demonstrate how to live and serve others with joy in your heart, not grudgingly, not murmuring or complaining. When you're serving someone else and going out of your way to encourage others, let them see joy in you. Start young in giving them responsibilities around the house that helps the family as a whole. Each one has a part to do to keep the home running smoothly. Look at our bodies. Our bodies have different parts with different functions. Well, the same is true of our homes. One might take out the trash, one might do the lawn, and then another might take care of the pets. Then let that service carry over into the body of Christ. Every believer has a spiritual gift that's been given to them to serve in the body of Christ, not for their own personal gain. Read more about this in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Demonstrate and teach them how to give of themselves and of their time freely. It will make them better men and women in the long run. There is so much I could have shared this month, but just applying a few of these things can make a big difference in your home. We all want to walk in the favor of our Lord. Now, he is faithful to always extend favor, but we are not always in a position to receive it as we ought. The same is true of his free gift of salvation, which is open to all through the sacrificial death of his son, Jesus Christ. If you have not received this gift, please go to our website given at the end of this podcast and click on Receive New Life in Jesus. I hope that you will take this first step if you have not taken it so far in your life. I would like to close with two passages regarding God's favor. Psalm 30 verse 5 says, For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. 
Weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. And then Proverbs 3, 1 to 4. My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on a tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Amen? <laughs> yes, amen. Well, may God's favor rest on you and your family. And meet me here next week and smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforjesus.org. That's T-W-M, like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.